Good morning, church family. Some of the most memorable sermons, speeches, presentations that I've ever heard all started with a question, right? How many of you have been like that, where a, a sermon or a speech started with a question? Show of hands. Audience participation. There we go. So do you guys know what that's called? That's the Socratic method, right? So the Socratic method is a way of like stimulating critical thinking. It's a way of getting you to kind of answer your own question, right? It's, it's a way for you to kind of discover your underlying belief about something. Sometimes a well-worded question can be more insightful than a clear-cut answer. So I'm going to ask you guys one this morning. What is church? Okay. It's a really broad question you're thinking. You're like, what, what is church? What is Let's, let's talk it out. I'm nice to you guys. So we're going we're gonna to work through this together this morning. Let's, let's start with the very clear, okay, maybe we'll start with physical appearance. Like, okay, church, that's a, the pointy building, right? Yeah, the, the steeple, right? Church, steeple, people. You guys remember that? Great work, everyone. Just kidding. All right, so there's obviously much more to church than just the building, right? Much like a house versus a home, Right? A house is just a building. A home is the people. Let's go further. The way that I work it out in my head is that we can break this question up even further. What does church look like historically? What does what the historical church look like? What should the church look like? And then what does the church look like contemporarily today? So let's start off with that historical view. We've been going through the book of Acts, if you guys have been, you know, come into the warehouse. We're going to continue to go through the book of Acts because it paints such a wonderful picture. So if we can, uh, you guys have your Bibles? Can you pull up Acts 2, 42 through 47? Pretty sure through the magic of AV, it'll be up on the screen. What a time to be alive. All right, so let's start. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate, praising God, and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Let me hear it. Amen. Isn't that incredible? Daily. Daily they were breaking bread. Daily people were being added to their numbers. Let me ask you a question. Do you see that today? Maybe yes, maybe no, right? But that is what the historical church looked like. Look at the power there, right? They continued to meet together daily and breaking bread. I love that. Absolutely love that. Moving on. Acts 4. We're going to jump ahead a little bit. Acts 4, 32 and 33. All the believers were one in heart and mind. Are we all in one heart and one mind? No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own. But they, with great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord, ooh, where'd it go? The Lord Jesus and God's grace I have it here. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. 
Has that been your personal experience with the church? Have you seen and experienced that grace? That level of fellowship, that level of togetherness? Kind of interesting, though. Uh, does anything stick out about those verses I just read? They never use the word church. Isn't that weird? The word church doesn't actually show up in the book of Acts until about chapter 5. They're using a gathering or a multitude. There's two words in Greek. The first one is plethios or a multitude. Eventually, it uses the word ecclesia, which is like a church or an assembly or a gathering. Before there was a church, there was a community. I'm going to say that again. Before there was a church, there was a community. Before you can have an assembly, before people are of one mind and one accord, you need to have a movement. You've got to have a community. They worked up to that church. God added to their numbers daily. So that's a really pretty picture, but that doesn't tell you exactly what the church is. It shows us a picture of what it was, but like, what is it? What's the goal? What's... Glad you asked. Here in my hands, I have an ancient book. Probably got it from the gift and thrift over there for like a quarter. This book is The Acts of the Apostles by Ellen White. And so the very, very first chapter, very, very first paragraph, I think paints a really pretty picture. The church is God's appointed agency for the salvation of men. It was organized for service. Its mission is to carry the gospel to the world. From the beginning, it has been God's plan that through his church shall be reflected to the world his fullness and sufficiency. The members of the church, those whom he has called out of darkness into his marvelous light, and here's the ticket, here's the ticket, are to show forth his glory. That's our job. It's to show forth his glory. So we got the historical perspective. We've got what the church should really be doing. We really should be showing forth his glory. But what are we doing today? So I have this thing. I like to go on like Google reviews or whatever and like, like my dentist or places that you don't normally look up reviews. I mean, you just go there, right? You just go to your doctor. Well, you probably should do some research, but beside the point. Do you do, like, a review for your church? I was looking at local churches, so let's just look real quick. Let's just look real quick. I got this one off of Yelp. This is Journey Christian Church, and I'm not doing this to throw anybody under the bus, so don't get any ideas. This was a review I read. It's one of those churches that call the cops on the kids playing Pokemon in the parking lot instead of being welcoming. It has the vibe of one of those mega churches that is more about money instead of religion, and you can tell why. Never got a friendly response from the people anytime I'm there. That's sad. Compare that to what we just read in Acts. Compare that to the glory that we're supposed to be showing. Moving on. Northland. Staff needs an attitude adjustment. Very bitter. Especially for a church frowny face. Again. That's not what we're called to. And I'm like, I'm, you're sure? I'm, you're all thinking, oh, we're in the clear, right? Uh -uh. This one hits a little closer to home. From two years ago, Forest Lake Seventh-day Adventist Church. This church is okay. <laughs> there's more, there's more. But I mean, that's not a good start. <laughs> the church is okay. I don't feel like there's a personality here or that it's warm and welcoming. The church has gotten out of touch with interpersonal relationships and with its members. Nobody notices if you're there or if you stop coming. This church could be so much better 
sadly, this isn't the only Adventist church like this. Forget that last part. This church could be so much better. Two years ago, but do you think to maybe a couple of you in this room, it still applies? Have you come occasionally and maybe not felt welcome? I'm going to tell you my perspective. I'm the one, I'm the one standing up here, right? So, and I'm not going to lie to you. You know, there have been times where I've come and I've not felt welcome. But at the same time, I have seen God move through so many people here. I have seen incredible things. Let me, let me read you something. 1 Peter 4, 10 and 11. They don't have the verse, sorry. Should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Have you ever come to church and not felt welcome? Have you come to church and felt cold? I honestly believe God is calling you to work in that capacity. There have been times where I've shown up to church and I've felt unwelcome. Maybe, you know, nobody reached out to me. It's a big church, but you can be the person who changes that. I honestly believe that verse tells us that's what we're beginning. We're given that opportunity. So I started like a small group for new members, you know, or you, you can reach out to people if you feel like God gives you the opportunity. And I truly believe if you feel that it's because he's putting a message in your heart. He's putting a mission in your heart. But I'm not going to just be doom and gloom. I'm going to tell you about some of the amazing experiences I've had in church. We're going to go with this one instead. All right, we're going to go with this one instead. All right, much better. So several years ago, it was like a night like any other, right? And we just come home from riding our bikes, and the unthinkable happened. My father had a heart attack, right? Nobody anticipated, nobody knew what was coming, such is the nature of such things. My mom went to the hospital, and here I am with my sisters just trying to keep my composure, right? And this is where God showed me his church. Got a phone call from one of my friends from this church. Are you all right? Are you? He came over, did the dishes, slept with me, offered, not slept at the house. Sorry. <laughs> he was a person who was able to offer a shoulder to cry on. He was able to be there in my time of need. I can't tell you how many people offered me warm, home-cooked meals. And I will tell you, you have never seen a smile on somebody until you've seen They've been in a hospital for 24 hours, no sleep, and then you give them a warm-cooked meal. That, that, to me, that's an angel. That's the church. That is the hope that Ellen White speaks of, the glory that we show people. Matthew 25, 35, and 36. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, you invited me in, needed clothes, you clothed me. That's the church. That right there, that's the church. So these have been some of my experiences with the church. I've read you some other contemporary experiences with the church, the historical and what we should be doing. We're going to try something new this morning. Never before done. So you guys, I'm a laboratory scientist by trade. You guys are going to be my guinea pigs. So they're going to put up on the magic board back there a number. Text 22333. Text this, text YAFLC to 22333. Can you guys do that? When you do, it'll give you the opportunity to tell me what your personal experience with the church has been. I want to know. We are a community. And unless we get in one mind and one accord, 
We can't have a church without that community first. Without being one mind, where are we going? So text me. Tell me what you think. What does church mean to you? What are your experiences? Good, bad, ugly, I want to hear it. I saw some other wonderful messages too. I, that one from two years ago, that was two years ago. I've seen some very recently where people are saying, you know, visitation in hospitals. I was in the hospital two weeks ago. I had FaceTime from the pastors and small groups calling me up. It was an incredible experience. I appreciate this one. Little fish in a big pond. You guys feel that one? Sometimes church, I can feel like a little, a little minnow in a big pond waiting to be eaten up. Oh, I love this one. If I could get it to maximize, that'd be nice. All right, where to go? Technology, am I right? A place for people to be vulnerable, welcomed, intimidating, stranger. It's hard to connect with people here unless you're in the group. It's not seen. Okay, good. There, <laughs> there it is again. A community that really seeks to make a difference, family-oriented, different in the best way. Church has been my family, especially when I've had no blood relatives around. Too many clicks. To connect with others and learn about God together. Church has been a positive experience for me. All my friends have come from this church. Amen. But notice something. It's not all positive. But that's okay. We're talking about it. This is a community. And like I said, a community comes before the church. A community is the opportunity. Right now, we are forming. We are building. We want to make this place. Before we move over to that warehouse that Juan was talking about, we want to do it right now. Because unless we get it right now, why are we even going over there? Place to make new friends. So I'm going to read you one last review, all right? Mine. I posted this. You can find it on Google. I've been going to Forest Lake SDA Church for almost 20 years now. That's just sinking in. Holy cow. I'm not going to lie to you and say it's always been perfect. No churches. I've seen my fair share of problems. But what I am going to tell you is I've seen Christ through the church's members. I've seen Christ through the pastors, staff, and members. I've experienced the deep love of Christ through its members. I've seen the hands and feet of Christ move. Have you seen that? Have you seen, we just did service Sabbath, right? I've seen the hands and feet of Christ moving, the body of Christ move. Most importantly, I've seen church help to fulfill the great commission to go forth and make disciples. I've visited many church over the years, Ultimately, I believe God will lead you to where you need to go. Forest Lake is my home. Not a house, a home. It means something. If you feel God is calling you to seek out a community of like-minded believers, pray and visit here, and I hope that our spiritual paths will cross and I can pass on the love that has been given to me.
So I go back to that first question that I ask you. What is church? What is church? Ultimately, it's you and you in the back and you. Hi. It's all of you here. Church is togetherness. Church is community. It's a multitude. It has one goal. And as Ellen White said, is to carry the gospel to the world, to reflect the world, his fullness and sufficiency. I've read some of your experiences. Now let's use them, good and bad, to make this the best community and the best church that we can. Let's change the world. And as Ellen White ended on that, show forth his glory. Amen.